hello, hello, everybody. Watch Yeah, yeah. Welcome to Top 5, A through Z. This is Zany Man with Pete, comic book Pete Rango, and Top 5, Tom Whiteside. Jason, whatever, Soto. Yo, what's up? We are on episode... This is actually the 10th episode, guys, if you count yeah. the... The um, A through D recap. Oh, this is number ten. Mm-hmm. I would. I, I don't count that. That's like a point five episode to me. Uh, well, I put it like officially as an episode on the. Oh. On anchor. Oh, that oh. means wow. We're really gonna be off kilter because J is a tenth letter of the alphabet. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> so that's just gonna be weird. But all right, I'll get used to it. Let's. Do you can it. do it like a comic book where it says point one. You know, it's the point one episode. There you go. I like that idea. Yeah. Hey, we have a guest. Yeah. Yeah, that's me. Hi. What? Okay, I'll do it. So uh, <laughs> our guest tonight uh, was my former podcast uh, partner. We did the show called The Later of the Unwanted. I'm sure you can find it somewhere out in the internet. Uh, we covered bad movies for 11 years, which seems to be blowing these guys' mind. Um, so, uh, welcome Nolan. Hi Nolan. Welcome to the madness. That is a top five, a through Z podcast. Thank you, Jason. And, uh, thank you everyone. I'm, I'm psyched to be here. Uh, yes, you can indeed still find episodes of the layer of the unwanted. They're all floating out in the, the internet, like so much driftwood. I don't know. You get the idea. (laughs) Yeah, that's about right. That sounds about right. I, I like that analogy. Oh, we're gonna get along so uh, so good, man. <laughs> Welcome, Nolan. Welcome, Nolan. Thank you. Uh, so there's no further ado. I think we should start with uh, Nolan's number five. Okay, and and just just for people who somehow clicked on on the link and didn't realize what episode this is, we're going through the our top five favorite films that begin with the letter I. Do I have that right? Because otherwise my list yes. is shot <laughs> to hell. All right. Yes, that is correct. We are covering the letter I today. I'm sorry. I thought that was said already. I don't think so, but, you know, I'm sure it's also the title of the podcast that people clicked on. That so, is true. Anyway. That is true. All right. So we're just diving in. My number, number five, five will certainly be farther up on a lot of other people's lists. I apologize for stealing the thunder. Um, I'm going to go with Inglorious Bastards. Oh, awesome. Yes. So here's here's a, a small confession from me is I really like Quentin Tarantino's movies, mm-hmm. but I rarely like them the first time I see them with the, the, the notable exception being Pulp Fiction, which I promptly watched like four more times in the theaters over like a two week span. Nice. But a lot of, but a lot of his films, I need to like, I appreciate it and I'm glad I watched it and I enjoy it, but then I have to like go back to it again. And then after the second or third viewing, that's when I really start to like it. The problem is, is that sometimes there's a few movies, hatefully <laughs> that, uh, I really just I'm like, you know what? The once was enough. I'm fine. Really? Inglorious yeah. Bastards is one where the first time I saw it, I was like, okay, this is this was a excellently artfully, you know, executed film. 
strange that the bastards seem to take a back seat in their own movie, but okay, I'm <laughs> I'm with it. But upon further view, like the more times I watch it, the more I love this film. Um, there's so much that's awesome about it. That opening sequence, that opening scene in the farmhouse is a masterclass. It's a yeah. masterclass in building tension, and it's a masterclass in character introduction. There's a reason why Christoph Waltz went from kind of European character actor to well-known, almost like borderline household name with a couple Oscars. Like, it's just amazing. So yeah. uh, I'm going to pause there because I imagine everyone else has something to say about this movie, but that's my number five. Okay. All right. I like it. Um, it, it I'll say this. It's not going to show up on my list, but I'm sure it will show up on someone else's. So you're you're probably not wrong there. Okay, um, Tom, what is your number five? Well, my number five is the best number five ever. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. And I did ask, you know, Nolan or someone. Like, I want to pick Indiana Jones. Okay. But there's okay. so many. Well, it's your it's your show, so this is why I didn't want to wait. Like, are you allowed to do a tie and lump them together? Is someone no, going to hold yeah, your feet to the fire? And uh, you can and definitely you put choose? all four movies in the same one if you want to. That's perfectly fine. See, I would argue you can't really put Raiders. To, but... You can't put Raiders in there. That begins with an R. That is true That's because really it was originally called Raiders, and then it's like later on they put. Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ark. I, I, don't, I don't acknowledge Zany, that. Yeah, that Zany, what, do you, what do you think, Zany? Which one is the best? He must be away. Well, he <laughs> might also be. have it. I, I'm sure uh, there's a good chance that everyone's got <laughs> at least one of these on their list too. So uh, that is true. Go with your don't don't overthink this, man. Just just pick the first <laughs> one that comes to mind. I really, I really can't. All right, okay. we'll do them all. Yeah. Well, you know, I have to think, like, it really put Harrison Ford on there, didn't it? Like, that, Indiana Jones is a classic. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I mean, yep. n- name some titles for me so I could get from the fans. So you got Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. That's the first one that has Indiana Jones in the title. Yeah. And then you got Indiana okay. Jones and the Last Crusade. And then you got Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. And you got upcoming one uh, next year. I'm really feeling the first one. The Temple of Doom? Yep. Okay. Yep. All right. We did it. We did it, everybody. (laughs) Here we go. We got through it. (laughs) No, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Where where is Zany? I I can't. What what is he? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I apologize, oh, everybody. Sorry. Can you hear me? Yes. Oh, yeah. We can hear you. Yeah, I'm back. Uh, Which one did you like? And by the way, welcome, Noah. Thank you. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, at the risk of ruining uh, surprises with my list, uh, I, I couldn't decide either. Okay. I can see that. So Tom is going for Temple of Doom, it sounds like. I I guess. I guess I can. Okay. 
solid pick. You got you got Dan Aykroyd showing up in the uh, uncredited cameo. You've got oh, yeah. people getting their hearts ripped out. And... <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the bugs and, scene. Uh, you got the yeah. bugs. Right. Fatality. No, sorry. Uh, what? I, I really do enjoy all of them. It it's just you know, I I can't pick one, but if I had to, like the first, I guess. All right. Uh, yeah. Raiders. Raiders. Oh man. Classic. I, I oh, guess he's going for Temple of Doom. I, I guess. Okay. Good job, Tom. Good job. Oh, you know, you know. I was being easy. That's all. Uh, let's go to Pete. Pete, what's your number five? Well, if you like a good murder mystery horror type of story, I got one for you. Um, our good old actor John Cusack, who's been in a, done tons and tons of movies, was in a really great movie in 2003 called Identity. Nice. And it's about this. They, they have like in the beginning this little court hearing stuff about this convicted killer and all this stuff. And they got to transport him to the different facility and all this other stuff. And as they're transporting him, 10 other strangers, like I mean, a total of 10 strangers, including him and, and uh, the cop that's bringing him over there, they all uh, get stuck because of a storm at this motel. And as they're stuck there, an ex cop, which was uh, John Cusack's <clears throat> character, Oh wait, let me let me let's say the, the great cast real quick too, because they got a really good cast in this movie. If you've never seen it, they got Ray Liotta, Man of Heat, Alfred Molina, they got Cleo Duvall, Rebecca Domornay, Jake Busey, you got uh, John C. McKinley in there, John Hawks, a lot of great actors right there, just themselves, you know. And every one of these people played perfect, perfect, perfect roles for their stuff. Like there's one that's a prostitute. Well, there's a couple that have a kid. There, there's uh, an ex star. There's a bunch of people in this thing. Uh, but uh, I, I tell you now, if you love mysteries, this is like one of those. It has such really good, damn, awesome twist ending. I don't want to give too much about it away, like you know, because it's one of those movies that if you talk about one thing about it, you go on to talk about the rest, and you can keep going about it and keep going and going and you know what I mean. And off. Oh, it's one of my favorite John Cusack movies besides 1408. Yeah, this is this is a solid pick. I really like I this is a great movie. It was on my I kind of after I came up with my five, I had like my my short list of honorable mentions, and this was definitely at the top of that list. So yeah, this movie is really cool. Indeed, I one hundred percent agree. And maybe we'll be talked about more later on. Yeah. <laughs> we don't Okay. Know. Um. Okay, me. Hey, that's me. Hi, I'm yeah. Jason. Uh, my number five. Um, back in 1967 or 68 or maybe 69. I don't remember the exact year. Uh, there was a movie that starred Raquel Welch and Donald Pleasance and a bunch of other people. Uh, about a, a ship of doctors being injected uh into a body, uh to fix uh, a guy's like blood clot. Uh, and that was called Fantastic Voyage. Um, my pick is the 1980s version of that called Inner Space. Yeah, yeah, man. Nice. Um, I, love, I love that movie. They, yes, I, I, I fucking it's love a, this movie. It's sci-fi, right? Sci-fi. Yeah, it's comedy it's sci-fi. A yeah. Comedy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this stars Dennis yeah, Quaid. Dennis Quaid. Dennis, Dennis Quaid, Quaid and, uh, and Martin Short. Yep. And yep. Meg yep. Ryan. Yeah, Meg yeah. Ryan. Yep. And uh, it's basically, yeah, like a comedic version of Fantastic it's Voyage. It's awesome, man. 
uh, Dennis Quaid is this guy who gets uh, shrunk down into a ship to for like medical scientific reasons, and he yeah. accidentally gets uh, injected into Martin Short, who's a very neurotic uh, guy, hyperhypochondriac. And yeah, and he ends up getting chased around by the government because they need they need Dennis Quaid back, and hijinks ensue. And um, I remember discovering this when I was a kid, um, uh, on cable. And then later, I ended up watching Fantastic Voyage, and I was like, "Oh wow, Inner Space is like a comedic <laughs> version of Fantastic Voyage. That's yeah. awesome." Um, but yeah, this is it's a really funny movie. There's some you know kind of heartfelt moments because Dennis Quaid and Meg Ryan they in the movie they used to be together and then they split up for whatever reason and then they're trying to get back together and uh, yeah and then just the whole comedy of uh, Dennis Quaid being inside Martin Short's body is just there's nothing short of amazing. Ha, short. You see that, Nolan? I didn't get to do puns on our show, so I had to do puns here. <laughs> did we have a, a great, do we, did a we have a no pun great. law? I don't I don't I'm trying to remember. I think the first think day I think the first day you instituted a no pun rule and I couldn't do puns. So so now that now that I'm on my own, I can do puns as freely can, as I want. You can pun it up. <laughs> yes, there we go. indeed. So my number if five. Want... <laughs> so my number five is Inner Space. If you watch uh, Rick and Morty, they did a really good uh, sort of episode like that too, where they went inside somebody's body and they made like a whole uh, amusement park inside the uh, the body. Ah, yes, I'm familiar with that. They made a board game out of that. Yeah. So, uh, Bill, if you're here, what's your number yes. five? <laughs> Well, let me first say uh, I've gotten trouble over that before. For uh, going to all up, I've gotten in trouble for being all up in that. Well, I think we all we all have. I mean, don't ask her. Don't ask her. I've, I think I've we gotten have. in trouble for being all up in her space. I, I yeah. Okay. You had to top me, didn't you? All right. <laughs> No, I, I need to check no. that out. That sounds like an awesome movie. You've never seen Inner Space? What? How the fuck have I known you for so long and you've never seen Inner Space? What the really fuck? It's a good movie. It really is. <laughs> Are you kidding me right now? Uh, the, probably the closest thing I've seen would be the music video for Fantastic Voyage, which is a great oh. film. <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> and I, I haven't, I haven't seen that. So. Oh my god! Go. <laughs> I think it's it's a, a little bit different than the movie. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, no, it's no, no, it's coming out of the trunk, <laughs> party. <laughs> Wow, I'm I'm shook right now. I am literally shook. I can't believe that. I cannot believe that. What's your number five? What the hell? I got to okay. question everything. You know, everyone be prepared because ever since I uh, I I broke my uh, Thai cherry, <laughs> I just keep doing ties constantly. Man, we we really missed you, Bill. We yeah. missed you, man. <laughs> yeah, but... Pop it. Uh, so, I have three big ties. Oh. This, this first one, my number five is, is are you ready, guys? Yeah. Okay. okay. My my number five is three movies. Oh, wow. And, 
and and since last time we uh, established that it's okay that, that really they they could not even be related and still be tied if you just can't decide yep. in an emergency like this. Mm -hmm. So I my number five is it could happen to you with okay. Nicolas Cage in and out with Kevin Klein and mm -hmm. Tom Selleck and uh, John Cusack. All right. And my and the number three pick for my number five is Impractical Jokers the movie. <laughs> I'm happy you brought that up because Those, I love that show. That is I my really number do. five. Those three. Jason, Jason, do you love that show? I do. Uh, I only seem to watch that show when I'm traveling, and it's like the Larry, only thing Larry. that's on the hotel cable for some reason. Mesh potatoes. I don't know why that show is the only thing that's on when I travel and I'm in hotel rooms. It's like I love the mashed potato potato. <laughs> it's like that you show made a deal with hotels to only show that show in hotels. You guys are gonna say that what when I say this? I ain't never watched it yet. I haven't. I haven't. Oh. I want to. I want to. I mean, eventually I will. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, I yeah, Nolan doesn't really like pranks, so. Well, it's not that I don't like pranks. I just uh, I don't know if I'm just showing my age or I just I, like I've seen I've 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 been shown an episode and I'm like uh, okay. Well, you just don't come across yeah. as like a guy who likes pranks, so I just figured it was just because of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> anyway, Bill. Which, <laughs> anyway, what do you want to? Okay, well, so go ahead with your three. Okay, well, as I stated, uh... well, I mean, uh, you you have to pick one, isn't it? No, no, oh. no, he's good. No, he's no good. he said he can pick. Uh, I, I don't know. Jam the three together. They're yeah, uh, that's yeah. fine. So I, I don't know. And they're all comedies, yeah. Okay. I'm yes, not, I'm not as familiar Maybe. with the Nick Cage one, so okay. 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 It's got a it's got a bit of a thematic tie. You just uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know uh -oh. if I know the Nick Cage that's... movie. In and out, I know, and the Impractical Jokers movie is self-explanatory. But like the, what's what's the Nick Cage one about? Okay, well, uh, thanks for asking. By the way, Nick Cage, uh, <laughs> he's, a, he's a police officer. If I believe it was in New York, I could be wrong. Um, he has he just ate at a diner, and he can't leave a tip you don't have the money for a tip and you know he's a, a decent human being so he feels bad about that and doesn't want to not leave a tip so what he does is he leaves her a lottery ticket and uh tells her that uh he'll split half the ticket with her if you know happens to be a winner and uh yeah, the lottery ticket wins, so oh. he gives her half of the big jackpot. And uh, the the kind of I mean that the, uh, depends on your you know moral standpoint. But one thing I kind of forgot about that reading back over it in the uh, like the the bio explanation of it, uh, I had forgotten he was actually married. So it's kind of, you know, but judging movie characters is kind of weird. So 
This is this is this is the one with uh, Rosie Perez, yeah. Yes. Yeah, I've seen this. This is this is good. This is a solid pick. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. It is. Uh, Rosie Perez, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, I mean, I'm always wait. Wait, they know me already. I, <laughs> I was like Rosie Perez. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hey, Zany, like they win the lotto, right? Yeah. And and okay. uh, you know, love overcomes all and all that kind of stuff. You know. <laughs> it is a good movie. It is. Yeah, it's really good. Okay. Did you want to talk yeah. about your other movies, or was it still self-explanatory? Uh, that's a good question. Well, <laughs> Practical Jokers is probably ex- explanatory. Self-explanatory? Yeah. Fair. That's fair. Cause, uh, Although, wait, can I ask a question? What the hell happens in that movie? Is it just like a like an episode just longer? <laughs> Okay, okay. I'm glad you said that because I sh- I should have explained this. Yeah. I mean, I just need to, I just want to know. That's all. I just like you know very uh, simply. Like, is it is it literally just like an hour and a half of just them doing stupid stuff, or like what is it a documentary? Like, what's what's going on? Well, I I, I had to find that out for myself because I I've been wanting to see that forever. So I made a point to watch it for this episode because I love the show. Okay. I didn't want to uh, not know whether I loved it or not. <clears throat> so uh, the the thing is, the plot is that they went in 1990. Uh, hold on one second. Okay, we're gonna pause here for a second. Right. As I don't know anything about this movie, but I do know what the show's about. So if it's like. The Jackass movies, for example, where they just did, like, their thing, but, like, an hour and a half. But then, because it's a movie, they were able to do, like, extreme things. Like, hey, we're going to put – we're going to shave one of their one of their balls, and they got to walk around <laughs> with the pubic hair on their face or something. Like, like, like is it, like, to that extreme? <laughs> There's one that I love that's that, – that, uh, Giant Knoxville's, and that's actually all pranks, but actually has a story though. And that's a bad grandpa, if I'm correct, it's called. Yes, I actually saw oh, that in theaters. Damn, that is hilarious. <laughs> that is damn near hilarious, and it's 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 a story, but it's all pranks. It's like it's all pranks all the way through, and and it's just the funny. That was the first movie to do that because now there's like a whole bunch that are like that. Yeah, I thought that was hilarious. Uh- you know what else kind of does that in a way? Huh. I don't know if it was before that one or not. I'm not sure. I can't remember. But uh, I feel like Borat kind of, because he was yeah. kind of. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> exactly. The same thing. Yeah. Yep. He was actually the first. The first to actually do that with the pranks and the and the movie all tied. I think one of the first. Anyways, I mean, I, I'm not sure, but it's pretty much, I think, the first. Yeah, because he he went all full character of Borat. <laughs> True. This is all right. Yeah, Tekistan. Well, if you want to really go back, Andy Kaufman just did that in real life. Yeah. <laughs> True. Yeah. Yeah. Him and uh, what's his name from WWE? Um, oh, Jerry Lawler. Yeah. 
And then half the time he he would go around like in real life though being that Tony Clifton yeah. Yeah. Like, experimenting on uh, pranking people in restaurants and everything. Okay, well, we're going to stop your number five there because we're at the 20-minute mark and we're only on number five. So (laughs) (laughs) let's let's go on to our number fours. So, Nolan, what's your number four? For my number four, I am – this one I have to believe is also going to show up on – actually, a bunch of these might show up on lists. Uh, This one, we're going all the way back to 2004 for the longtime gold standard of what a superhero movie should be. Uh, the Incredibles, which oh, I would yeah. argue is nice. still one of Pixar's best movies. And even with uh, Brad Bird's weird and Rand fixation throughout the film, <laughs> it's still a, it's still a better version of the Fantastic Four than any of the actual the four actual attempts to make a Fantastic Four movie. <laughs> and you get a really great Samuel L. Jackson role in there, too. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> is that the one with... Um... Craig T. Nelson? No, not Craig T. Nelson. Well, he is in the movie, but yes. Oh, maybe I'm not. I'm thinking of the wrong movie, probably. I was thinking. Uh, oh gosh. It's with the. It's the animated it's uh, Pixar. They're superheroes, and like the mom is a Elastic Girl, and she's yeah, all yeah, stretchy, yeah. and um, the, the little boy it, is super fast, and the girl can turn invisible and make sh- in the the dad is super strong and they the villain looks like jack black okay i got two movies like oh emulgulated into one thing here (laughs) i'm thinking of uh, what is it something high or something like that are you talking about sky high sky high yeah (laughs) (laughs) i'm thinking of kurt russell but that was a live action movie (laughs) yes yeah yeah very much so yes i somehow some reason i combined them in my mind okay Fair enough. But that now, okay. Now that I I need to rewatch the Incredibles. I'm gonna be honest. I've not actually seen it. Oh. I just know. I just know bits and pieces of it, and I know like there's a meme attached to it, and um, but like the whole no capes thing. I know. I know about that. Um, but I yeah, I've not actually seen it. It's you would you, you would enjoy it even if oh, you sure. knew all yeah, yeah, everything yeah. about it. It's it's a delight. And yeah, it's... I just never really got around to it. And Toy Story was always my jam. So yeah, yeah. But okay, that was Nolan's number four. Tom. Yeah, I, I, I am around, guys. How can we help you with your number four? <laughs> my number four is going to be Independence Day. Okay, nice. and it's, it's a cool. 1996. Everyone's seen it. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah, I saw that in theaters too. Yep. Oh, that movie is badass. Yes, it is. Yeah, I, I remember that was yeah, that movie was huge when that was out. Like, oh yeah, everybody was like gung ho for that movie when that came out. Should we should we do the deep dive into Independence Day and then when it comes up in everyone else's list, we could just be like, oh yeah, that's Independence Day. <laughs> no, uh, no, uh, yeah, we could do, do it, it, baby. <laughs> well, sure. I mean, you you brought you brought it up, so I want you to get your get your shots in on it. And, and, oh, you know. uh, oh, yeah. So, Tom, what about Independence Day? Do you like? You know what I love? I don't like it. You know what I love? Oh, what what do you love about it? Independence Day. Okay. 
<laughs> I couldn't I have put it better myself. You could have paid me a thousand dollars, and I would not have put it better myself. Oh wait, wait, that's there's more. Oh, there is okay. more. Oh, okay. <sighs> that movie. That movie. Mm-hmm. Changed it all for you. Indeed. Mm-hmm. What was that guy's name? That really is it Pullman? I forget his Bill name. Bill Pullman, yes. Yeah, yes. yeah. Not he, Bill Paxton. He, he was a great president. He was a great president. He was. He was one of the better movie presidents. I will agree to that. Yes. I would. I would he argue. Yeah. I would take it a step further. I would say he gives arguably the best speech ever given by a U.S. <laughs> president, real or fictional. <laughs> okay. Yes. Do you remember take, it, no take, yes. His, do you, take his do you, do you Independence Day speech versus like the Gettysburg Address. Yes. Stop. We yes. will not go silent into that good night. Yes, I agree. Yeah. I do agree with that statement. We will follow Thomas Whiteside. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, uh, sorry, sorry. Well, old statement, but I think I concur also. So. Um, Independence Day is not on my list, so oh, it, it really is. It really I'm is. He's, he's lying, to people. He, it is. <laughs> but uh, all right, anyone the else art. got anything deep dive to say about Independence Day before we move on? One of my favorites. Anyway, anyway, and <laughs> okay. Goldblum in there too, Jeff Goldblum. Oh yeah. Jeff wait, Goldblum. wait, wait, wait. Yeah. I mean, Pete, Pete, what, what, what did you say, Pete? I said one of my favorites with the uh, Will Smith and Jeff Goldblum's in there too. Yeah, well, this yeah. is uh, to to write on that. I mean, yeah, you got Jason's Jeff Goldblum, favorite actor, dude. Jeff Goldblum coming off Jurassic Park. Mm-hmm. You've got arguably peak Will Smith. I mean, Will Smith right, during this right. run of as well as he did in Pre- order. He Pre- did Pre- six Pre- degrees of separation. Bad Boys, Independence Day, Men in Black, just he did great, yeah. all back to back. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I kind of when I when I think of summer blockbusters, like this is mm-hmm. textbook. This is on the Mount Rushmore of summer like it, blockbusters because yeah. it's just yeah. it's big I and it's like fun it. and it's you sit there and you munch your popcorn and it's it's a blast. Yeah, uh, along the, of what you're saying, Nolan, I. I got to say that Will Smith is probably one of the most surprising actors ever because, like, I don't think anyone, first of all, anyone expected him to go from being a rap star to being, you know, having the Fresh Prince show and being so successful. Yeah. Then he reinvents himself again with all them blockbusters after the show. Like I don't think anyone saw that coming. Yeah, even right now, Zany, what he's doing, like I'm in the best shape of my or wait, worst shape yeah. of my life. <laughs> I'm actually gonna work out too. I'm gonna follow him and I gotta get in shape a little bit. I mean, we would have all known if he was lying because we've seen like his whole life before us in pictures yeah. and videos, <laughs> but it's it's good that he's down to earth and modest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's great. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Indeed. Yeah, pretty good. All right, that's All my right. number four. Go on, people. Go on, baby. Good job, Tom. Pete. Thanks. Great, Thanks. Great choice, Tom. Too, by the way. Like I said, man, that was a great movie. All right. What you got, my, Pete? My, my number four is inspired by H.G. Wells' classic, and it's been done many times, but not like this one. In Last year, we got one of the better adaptations of The Invisible Man. 
Uh, and I, I I actually love this one because it was your uh, way different story version of it because it was psychological. This one compared to the other ones. This one here, you had Elizabeth Moss playing a woman who was pretty much abused by her ex and stuff and all that, and she thought her ex was like torturing her and stalking her and and he was thought to be dead and you know during this whole time because there was supposedly an accident with him where he supposedly died and all this other stuff so she was wondering how the hell is he doing all this he might have just you know faked it whatever like that and that's you know the whole premise of it is thinking of that but it has such a great story, such a twist to it. Like I said, I, I'm not saying much else because I'm going to give it away if I do. But <laughs> it, it is an Invisible Man story. But still, you're like, oh, God, man. When you watch this movie, you're like, you, you, you're just like, damn. She went through a whole lot of shit. <laughs> you know? And, uh, but, yeah, that's my uh, uh, number four. Can I say something controversial? All right. I, didn't, I, was, not a, I was not a fan of this movie. No, I thought it was <clears throat> a little too long, <clears throat> and I think they could have cut a little bit of things out. Yeah, and all right, I'm gonna go slight spoilers. This might be a full spoiler. This is a slight spoiler, so anyone who hasn't seen it, spoiler. But this, I don't think this is a big. I I haven't seen it, so I'm just. It's not a. It's not a. It's not a huge <laughs> spoiler. It's just. Dude. It's just a thing that happens in a movie that bugs me. So I wouldn't call it a huge spoiler, but. Um, the fact that when the Invisible Man is doing his thing and messing with her life, everybody like immediately like does blame her. Like for example, um, when the the sister got that nasty email, and Elizabeth Moss was like, "I didn't send that email," but the sister like didn't want to believe her. Yeah. I I would have been like, "Oh, okay," because you know computer hacking is a thing in the world and so i would have just been like okay he shouldn't send that email and then the thing when um the dad thought that she smacked a little girl (laughs) that bothered me because why are you just gonna immediately like think oh now she's a bitch and she's just gonna smack (laughs) a little girl for no reason so now we're just gonna shun you from our life and i was like that they like turned on her too quickly yeah those things those things bothered me um but um, I did like and I, this. Okay, I'll stop with the spoilers. I'll just say I like the restaurant scene. I'm just gonna stop there. Mm-hmm. And um, I do feel like they could have cut a little bit out, a little bit after that scene. Like there's some stuff they easily could have trimmed out. Um, but yeah, I was just not a fan of the movie. So I don't know. It was all right. It was done good at least. It looked good. And I do. I did like Elizabeth Moss's acting in the movie. Um. But it could have been trimmed. Like, for some reason, movies now have to be, like, two and a half hours long. I don't know why. Yeah, I know. There's some that have to be cut short. I do agree with that. And this one could have been one of them. So, yeah. I just want to get that out there. I do agree that that was long. And now that you've spoiled the movie for me. (laughs) (laughs) Now that I know that there's a scene in a restaurant. (laughs) Ruined it. Yep, yep, yep. Sorry. Sorry, everybody. (laughs) Sorry, I had to do that. They were sh- eating shrimp with uh, uh, marmalade and. No, God damn it, Pete! Why'd you do that? No, 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 that's not. That's not. That's not. <laughs> okay, my number four. Um, we're not gonna take too long on it because it's identity. 
Nice. And it's yeah, I I really do enjoy this movie. I, it was really good, and it's one of the many movies John Cusack gets rained on. So there's like a whole cinematic universe where John Cusack just gets rained on, and this is one of them. <laughs> uh, and I, this I won't spoil it, but there's a really interesting twist at the end of this that I kind of liked, and uh, I did not see that coming. Let me just I'll just say that. Um, but yeah, I I quite enjoy it, and basically for same reasons Pete said. So yeah, my number four is Identity. Nice, very nice psychological thriller, as I call. It. Really, really indeed. Good. And kind of a good horror movie, too, actually. Yeah. That is a great movie, guys. Good pick for both of you there. Thank you. What about you, Bill? What's your number four? Uh, before I do that, can I just comment on the uh, the raining on John Cusack? <laughs> yes. <laughs> By all means, yes. <laughs> I immediately, when you said that, I think that you're correct because I first... <laughs> thing that came to mind was high fidelity yep. he's you know, getting soaking wet after, uh leaving uh, her father's funeral i think it was like a bunch in that movie actually yep. he gets rained on a lot in that movie yeah, <laughs> yeah. granted say anything he gets rained on yeah. i mean he gets everyone gets rained on almost non-stop in identity but uh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh well on to my uh, number four, mm-hmm. and it, okay, it's this is gonna be. We won't go over this too much. The first of my three picks for number four. <laughs> oh my god! We won't, we won't we won't go over the first one too much because it's Independence Day. All right. Now. Uh, the one thing I think I did want to mention that we didn't mention, is, and I think you'll appreciate this, Jason. Okay. I remember when it was in the show, the uh, when they played the REM. It's oh, that, yeah, uh, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. When that scene came up, it just was so fitting. I was yeah, so yeah. glad to put that. Yep. And, uh, and the other two, these, these are actually kind of in a weird way related it'll make sense in a minute uh i robot and i am legend so you went for a will smith trifecta basically. <laughs> <laughs> a triple play a big willy a big willy <laughs> big willy style yeah <laughs> and uh yeah I, in a way they all have a similar theme too because i mean Independence Day, the end of the world might be near with the aliens. Mm-hmm. Uh, the end of the world might be near with iRobot, with the robots <laughs> taking over. <laughs> and uh, I am legend that uh, the world basically is already all gone. Dude, hey, your logic is undeniable. Well, <laughs> thank you, sir. So, yeah, that's my number fours. So you can call him Apocalyptic Willie. Apocalyptic Willie. I love yeah, it. There you go. <laughs> I like it. Huh. Uh, okay. Pretty good. We're on our number threes already, you guys. Man, this is uh, going smoothly. Nolan, what's your number three? Well, it's about to go a lot more smoothly because my number three is Independence Day. Nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> awesome. Anything you want to add? 
<laughs> I, I said my piece when it first came up, so we can we can move right along. All righty, Tom, what's your number three? Uh, I, I didn't hear no no lambs number. Was it, it was no independent. It was, no was, it, it was oh, yeah. Independence Day. It's Independence Day. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, mine was like Jason. It's a uh, inner space. Or oh. like, I mean, I mean, I really like that movie. Okay, sweet. Yeah. I like. It. I mean, short and sweet for you. Oh wow! That's... Wow, we're gonna release through our number threes here. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like they uh, all like pretty similar. About time. About time. Uh, all right. Now I'm curious, Pete. What's your number three? All right. In my uh, tradition of uh, uh, comic book movies, I didn't do one in the last few because I didn't have one. I had one for this one, of course. It is the beginning of the Marvel Universe as we know it. Uh, well, actually, they have uh, plenty before this, but this was the big, 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 big start of the whole chain of uh, Marvel movies. Iron Man. Uh, uh, back in 2008, it started the whole... Uh, big Marvel franchise as we know it, uh, Avengers, uh, Hulk, uh, Captain America, you got your, uh, uh, there's to keep going down the line, Guardians of the Galaxy, if it wasn't for all, uh, for this movie, that would never happen. And it's about your uh, Robert Downey Jr. playing Tony Stark, who is stuck in Afghanistan. Uh, he, if I'm correct, he was took by uh people in Afghanistan. He was uh, trapped and they were trying to figure out a way and him and this guy made this big old Iron Man suit, like big silverish looking Iron Man suit, like the first one, of course. And he escapes and he comes back to uh, uh, America, of course, and his company, uh, Stark Industries, and he finds out that, uh, I'm trying not to give away too much, that he's getting sabotaged because while he was in Afghanistan, he noticed that some of the weapons there was weapons that his company made, but he didn't recall making. Mm. So um, in the comic book fashion, he tries to figure out who is behind all this stuff. And he creates another Iron Man suit because when he was in Afghanistan, which I forgot about too, he got so injured, he needed something for his heart. So he made a little compactor for his heart. He made a, uh, a badass suit, which you already know, you know, and uh, Obadiah Stone is the uh, the villain, pretty much. Uh, and that's all I'm going to say. And he's played by a really, really great actor, Jeff Bridges. Oh, yeah. And you get your uh, introduction to Pepper Pot, uh, played by the beautiful Gwyneth Paltrow. You get your uh, Jarvis in there, which uh, becomes later on your vision and stuff, which is your Paul Bettany. You got uh, Coulson. Phil Coulson, Mr. Agents of Steel himself, uh, uh, and their Clark Gregg. You get your uh, first glimpse of uh, uh, Nick Fury, uh, uh, Samuel Jackson, uh, the, uh, and you get your only appearance of Terrence Howard as uh, James Rhodes, uh, who's later, uh, you know, I can't think of his name right now. Um, well, Don the original Cheadle. was Terrence. Well, the original was Terrence Howard. Yeah, that's what I just said. That's why. Uh, yeah, the original was Terrence Howard. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, he was replaced later on by Don Cheadle. Yep. So, uh, but yeah, this is a great start to the, the franchise. And I love this movie. It was, uh, and if you uh, ever want somebody to play Tony Stark, you got to get Robert Downey Jr. Because he's, he played the character great. I read the yeah. books. So there's no replacing 
Indeed. I can't imagine anyone else playing Tony Stark now. Yeah. And that's my uh, uh, number three. Okay. That's a great pick. I, I came solid very pick, close yeah. to using that. Indeed. I 100% agree. Okay. My number three. Uh, it feels like every episode I have to bring up at least one movie that not a lot of people have heard of, uh, or possibly have seen. Uh, I'm wondering if Pete might have seen this, and I don't know if Nolan might have seen this. Uh, but this is a, it's a, it's a French movie. Um, but the uh, English title is called Inside, and uh, it's about a uh pregnant woman on Christmas Eve. Uh, about a couple of weeks prior to that, she lost her husband in a really terrible, brutal car accident. And so she's alone on Christmas Eve, and then a strange woman comes knocking on the door. Um, and at first it seems harmless, but then the lady starts attacking her, and it seems like she wants to take her baby out from her. Wow. And it's a very brutal, uh, pretty gory film. Uh, but it is really like tense and uh, it's a really good thriller and you're it's kind of a mystery because you don't know why this lady is doing what she's doing and there's a couple of uh, com- uh, um, uh, um, what's the word I'm looking for comic relief characters that you know ease attention a little bit and then it goes back to the house and then um, it's done kind of in real time I think I think it's done. You know, outside of the flashbacks, obviously, because she flashbacks to the ac- the accident a couple of times. Um, but it's kind of done in real time where she's just at home alone and then the lady shows up and then she gets terrorized. And uh, it's a very brutal movie, very gory. If you can't handle blood or uh, I'll say guts, and that's not a spoiler, but I'm just saying guts. And uh, yeah, crazy shit like that. I would, you know, you probably couldn't handle this, but yeah, it's, 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 uh, it's a really good movie and, uh, yeah, it's called inside and there's a French word for it. I can't think what it is right now. It's like, like our interior or something like that. Um, but you know, here in America it's, it's called inside. So sounds yeah. great. Uh, that's something I probably really want to check out on the, if it's on Netflix or Hulu or something. Cause um, I don't know, actually, I, I just, I remember, um, it's an older movie and I remember just seeing it on Netflix, my Netflix queue one day and I was like, oh yeah, let me get this. What the hell? And I ended up really enjoying it and I ended up buying it and, uh, yeah. Was it like a nineties movie? No, it's like, uh, I could look that up. I think it's like 2010 or something. <laughs> okay. Then I, it's not, I've, I saw something very, very similar to that back years ago. Like, oh, okay. It's 2007. Okay. Yeah, it's yeah, it's 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 oh, and it's subtitled too because it's you know from France, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, subtitles don't bother me for some reason. It bothers other people. I don't know why. Yeah, I've never gotten that. But uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, subtitles don't bother me. So yeah, either, yeah, it doesn't bother me. But... Either it does or it doesn't. Like I, I don't have a problem with it either. Like Train but... of Busan. Train of Busan. There's one of those movies you got to read and read and read and read. Oh yeah. Oh, but that's so good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So there you go. My number three is inside. Very cool. I, I've heard of it. I haven't seen it though. Yeah, I don't. Eh, you might. I I would recommend just watching on your own, Nolan. I wouldn't uh, have the kids around for that one. <laughs> hey, what's going on there? 
Well, that's well, that's his liver, son. That's his liver. <laughs> well, Nolan's telling me her one of one of his kids is into horror movies, but this might be a little too much. I'm just gonna. Say. Yeah, I you know, and I try to offend her. She's 15 now, and I try to like like ah, I don't know about this. And then she'll go and she'll watch like the one that was the shocker to me was like uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. No. And she was like, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay, really? I mean, it, yeah. didn't, it didn't get under your skin at all? It didn't? Because that oh. one that one freaks me out a little, you know. Yeah. The one that like, freaks yeah, me out. whatever. I'm like, all right. <laughs> so. The one that freaks me out a little bit for, for guts and stuff and everything, and I don't get freaked out easy, is the Green Inferno, the, the recent one that oh. uh, Roth did. I've um, not seen that. That that all oh, cannibals and stuff. And all, oh, God. Oh, wow. That, that's that's it, It's good. It's really good, but I uh, the first time I watched it, I had to stop it for a little bit because I got oh, wow. I don't get creeped out. I just I just stopped it. I go, oh crap! <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, yeah. Okay. That's good. It's really good. Uh, Bill, what's your number three? Or how many movies are your number three? <laughs> <laughs> uh, believe it or not, we finally arrived where. A, a- at a pick that's just one movie. Oh, okay, awesome. <laughs> um, I could be wrong, but I, uh, no, I better not ruin it. I, I feel like it might be on someone else's list, but I, I don't want to. I shouldn't say that because I don't know. But uh, this is a, uh, a classic. It's basically. Well, the critics didn't think it was a, they didn't like it when it came out, but it's considered a classic by just about everyone nowadays. And it's played quite often every holiday. And that's It's a Wonderful Life. Oh, nice. Yes, yes. Yeah. That's a great classic. Man. It is not on my list, but it was on my short list. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, I mean, the message alone, and then you got Jimmy Stewart and. Where are you, buddy? I'm sorry, I just tried to do his voice. voice. (laughs) Where's Zuzu's pedal? (laughs) (laughs) It's Christmas, everybody. It's Christmas. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna spare everyone right now, but if you want to hear my Jimmy Stewart. you can go back to my uh, early seasons of uh, Zany on the Air, and I oh. quote unquote interviewed Jimmy Stewart <laughs> on the. God, that was a long <laughs> ass time ago. <laughs> I will say for the movie that this is probably the most parodied movie like ever. Like it gets yeah. used in like almost everything from movies to TV shows. And it's like the number one like trope. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'd say that one and uh, Scrooge or Christmas Carol. Yeah, easily, <laughs> easily. Yes, absolutely. Which is basically this, this very similar uh, type of situation. Yeah, a little bit. Okay. Yeah. That was a good number uh, three. Yeah. Good number threes, everybody. We we got through it pretty quickly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Nolan, what's your number two, my man? Right. I think our getting through through things quickly is about to end for for my number two here. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, 
as I uh, as I get older and I definitely settle into dad mode more, uh, I've noticed that I really, really, really enjoy heist movies. Oh. And uh, so my number two pick is a criminally underrated movie by the very underrated Spike Lee. It's 2006's Inside Man. Oh. Which I don't know if you guys have seen that or not. It is... Uh, it's it's a it's a heist movie, uh, mm-hmm. largely inspired by kind of in the same vein as Dog Day Afternoon, but I think this yeah. top this tops it with ease. Oh, wow. You've got uh you've got Clive Owen uh, as a you know leading a team of bank robbers robbing a a very uh, long standing and uh, bank in uh, on Wall Street, and then Denzel Washington in uh, Chiwetel Ejiofor. I think I pronounced that right. Maybe. Hey, that was pretty good. Better than uh, I could have done. <laughs> are the uh, are the, the the detectives that are brought in, and it's so it's like a battle of wits between them. Um, it is just you got Christopher Plummer calling in Jodie Foster off the bench to like go do like damage control and spin and stuff. William Defoe shows up like, hey, I'm William Defoe, you know. <laughs> um, it's a uh, it's it is a great a great heist movie uh and it's even though spike lee didn't write it it's still a very very new york movie there's mm-hmm. a there's one scene where kind of out of the the standard like always oh, they've got the bank robbers got hostages in the bank kind of playbook they send in a bunch of pizzas and they put bugs in the in the little pizza tent so they can eavesdrop on them and they just hear this language. They're all sitting in the in the trailer, like, "What language is this?" And they're like, "What? Well, we're in New York City. Just pull people out of the crowd to see." <laughs> so, like, they just start playing it on the loudspeaker, like, "Who knows what this is?" And this construction worker guy's like, "Oh yeah, that's Albanian." They're like, "Okay, get this guy in here." <laughs> and they're like, "So you speak Albanian?" He's like, "Nah, nah, I don't speak <laughs> Albanian. I just said it's Albanian." <laughs> 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 I remember that. <laughs> so um, it is. Uh, it's a. It's a great. If you haven't seen it, I would highly recommend it. I think it's currently on streaming on Peacock and mm. probably on something else right now, uh, as of you know May twenty twenty one. It's it's a blast. So. Yeah, yes. I agree. Denzel's one of my favorite uh, actors. And that was wonderfully done. Jodie Foster's great in there too. So, uh, sadly, I this is one of those situations where I own the DVD, but I have not watched it. Mm. I got oh. plenty of like that, Bill. It's I, it's worth. I'm glad you got it. It's it's worth throwing on. Like yeah, definitely. Nice yeah. Now, now I know definitely. to throw it on. I actually saw this in theaters. Nice. Cool. I think okay. I did too, for Kirk. Yeah. Pretty yeah. Sure. Uh, okay. Uh, all right, here we go. Tom, what's your number two? Well, hey, look, my number two isn't going to be weird. Okay. Okay. But it is the is most there, amazing it? movie in the world. For I. I mean, can you guys guess what it is? Um, I oh, Frankenstein. That's why we're doing uh, list. Oh, look, I was gonna wait for number one, <laughs> but I'm gonna do it for number two for you guys. Okay. My guess is I Frankenstein. It is gonna be Idiocracy. Oh, oh, yes. I freaking love it. I love that movie. Okay. Now, now listen. Is it like a sci-fi 
action, adventure, comedy, or documentary? What is it? <laughs> right now it's a documentary for yeah. sure. <laughs> I don't know, man. I mean, the guy, you know, he, he goes to sleep for a thousand years, wakes up. He's the smartest guy in the world. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. Pretty mm-hmm. much. I the, quote this movie a lot. I always say electrolytes. I says everything has electrolytes dude, in it. <laughs> dude, that movie is amazing. Anyone who's out there, that is the movie for I to watch. Okay. Idiocracy. Awesome. It was God, on my yeah. short list. I did not put that on my list either. I somehow hmm. forgot like I didn't forget about it, forget about it, but when I was going through I titles that just got by me and, and that is a great pick. So. Yeah, 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 indeed. That was really good too. And uh isn't that by Michael Moore? Michael Mike Judge. There you go. Mike Judge, yeah. Okay. I'm I I'm I got the names wrong, I'm sorry. Uh, That's okay. Mr. somebody Mr. Beavis What's his name, Jason? Is it is like yeah. President Camacho? Yeah, yep, President Mount Mountain Dew Camacho. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! Yeah, that movie's Indeed. amazing. Yes, that's awesome. All right, mm-hmm. good job, Tom. Yeah, it's my number two. Pete, what you got for number two? All right, in the tradition of everybody, to, I mean not everybody, but Bill, mine's actually a tie, but yet not really a tie, because mm-hmm. uh, besides being a big comic book buff. Which Nolan doesn't know about. I'm a big comic book guy. That's why they call me comic book guy on here. Uh, my real nickname is Penguin Pete, though, and uh, or Rocker Ryan, but that's a different story. But anyways, <laughs> my my uh, big thing I love is Stephen King stuff. And I, uh, ever since I was a little kid, when I uh, first read this book, I loved the book. I loved the original TV miniseries, which is part of this tie. And I've loved the two chapters, which is actually one whole movie. And that movie is it. All right, yes. Pennywise, the clown, is probably one of Stephen King's best. I mean, one of his best, not the, the best. There's other really great, but in the top five best characters from Stephen King, Pennywise is there. Do you know what I mean? He's just like right there. You know, he is this creepy little uh, subtitled being that the, uh, these kids in Maine. Uh, well, it's 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 somebody that terrorizes these kids that call the Losers Club, and sadly for Georgie, Georgie is no more. If you know what I'm saying, <laughs> uh, uh, he he wanted to uh, to float his boat, and then it, well, anyways, but uh, after that, these kids are terrorized, of course, haunted uh, by Pennywise the clown. And there's two great versions of Pennywise, the TV one, which is Tim Curry. And the the, uh, the new actor is great, really great, too. I'm just, like, just as good as Tim Curry, which is Bill Skarsgård. And from that first half of the story, you go to the second half, where after surviving as kids, this, this, this menace, this, this, this ghoul of a character, you know what I'm saying? Like, that they had a, a fight off back then. They're still fighting demons of it uh, as adults. They decided to come back to Maine uh, after living their own lives in separate cities, states, whatever, doing their own thing. And when they come back to Maine, yeah, uh, Pennywise decides to terrorize them again. And their past this time also terrorizes them again. 
And from there, it's just them again fighting Pennywise. But what makes this whole movie great is more the book, of course. The book is excellent. There's one scene that's not even shown in the movie, which is very controversial with, with the boys and the girl in the movie. Uh, uh, if you've read the book, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, big old orgy. But, <laughs> uh, but uh, it's, it's, it's very dark, very uh, psychological. If you notice my theme with some movies I like is it's, I, lo- I love psychological horror. You know, um, but uh, it, it's the novel tops everything, but this it's it's pretty much damn close to the book. And that is my number two. Stephen King's it. Awesome. I, I, I have questions for you. Right. So. The movie, the version that just came out recently with chapter one and chapter two. De- deviate from the novel and the, and the TV movie, because in the novel, and the TV movie. They're inter the the storylines between them as kids and them as adults are intertwined, and in, in the most recent versions, they split them apart. Did you like that or? Uh... It, it's it's it, I liked it a little bit. I mean, it did like deteriorate from the book a little bit, but the thing is, I still like the fact that it stuck to most of the material from the book and the movies. Because okay. if, you, if you read yeah. the book, you know you know the movie the the, the theater version stuck more to more material. I can't speak. Let's speak right now. I'm sorry, hmm. but uh, so yeah, they were actually going to have that scene in there too, and they cut it. They didn't do it. <laughs> Jesus. So and I was like, oh boy, like you know, I read about that. Like they were thinking about putting that scene in there because mm. it was a theatrical version and stuff. That where... was a good idea. They didn't do that because yeah, that that's been uh... awkward as all hell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like all the boys, if you if you've read the book, all the boys. I oh mean, yeah. All... Oh no, yes. We, we, yep, yep, we, we get we it. Know. We, we know. We got yep. it. <laughs> <laughs> so did you so did you like chapter two because i loved chapter one i thought was amazing and chapter two i thought was it was dark it was very uh, dark. the rest of the film i don't know <laughs> it, dra- it, dra- it did drag the second half it dragged but it it was see there's a lot of stuff in the book they did not show of course well yeah yeah because it was really dark but to me the second half of the theatrical version was more darker than the second half of the miniseries. Hmm. If you get what I'm saying, if you remember the 1991 with John. Yeah. 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 I mean, they did get dark in that one too. Like John Ritter with the suicide stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, so I saw part one of the new one in theater and I didn't get to part two in theater. So I ended up, you know, just buying it because I was like, oh, my God, the first one was just so amazing. And I, I'm with Nolan. I was a little lackluster on the on the second one. And then uh, there's this scene that I cannot get over that shows up in the second movie. And I don't know if anyone knows what I'm talking about. It's where the um, I think they're in, like in a basement of like a, of yep, a shop. I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> and Pennywise shows up and he like vomits all over one of the kids and then they start playing juice newton's angel of the night or, <laughs> yeah and it's like what the fuck does that have to do with anything yeah. like why did that happen and i thought it was like a like i thought like something was wrong with my dvd i thought like somebody <laughs> dubbed it wrong or just something happened i had to ask the internet I was like, is there supposed to be a part where juice newton is supposed to play like in the middle of this horrifying scene 
and everyone's like, no, that's that's in there. We don't know why it's in there. It's a thing. <laughs> there is oh, one part. Okay. <laughs> there is one part I didn't like. There was a CGI scene in there that was just a little too CGI. I try to remember which mm. one it was. Uh, one of the creature things. Well, see, I don't get super bothered by CGI. I, I'm yeah. for practical effects, but I'm not super bothered by CGI either. Um, and I will give it up to them. I do know that they tried to use practical as much as possible. Yeah. Because, um, like, the scene where uh, Jessica Chastain was in the, the, the toilet stall, and that was, like, blood. Like, she was just swimming in blood. Yeah. Like, they put her in this tank with, like, fake blood in it. And it's like you know the, the you know the fake blood like CGI blood is like the worst thing I've ever yeah, seen yeah. in movies. So the fact that they were able to do like like I keep wanting to say real blood, but it's not real blood. It's yeah. it's 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 real <laughs> fake blood, I guess is what like I'm trying to say. Or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> and um, so you know the, you know some of the effects are good, but yeah, some of the CGI can be a little crappy. So. So, but yeah, that was my uh, number one. Those are two, two, number two. Right? I'm at number two. I mean, I'm sorry. I'm losing it today, guys. Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. It's, <laughs> it's been a day. Yeah. Uh, okay, number two. Um, I don't know, you know, if I need to talk much about this or not because this may show up on someone else's list. Um, I went with an Indiana Jones movie. Now, this is probably one of my favorites, and I obviously couldn't do Raiders of the Lost Ark. We discussed that earlier. Uh, so my next favorite is going to be Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Um, this is probably the one I've probably seen the most, actually, um, because this came out in theaters when I was old enough to see an Indiana Jones movie in theaters. Because uh, Temple of Doom was, like, really early 80s, right? Yeah. Like, that was, like, yeah. 83 or 82. I'm 84. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so I was like four when that happened, and then Raiders was like seventy nine, right? So they're, they're all great. They're, yeah, they are. And I wasn't even alive in nineteen seventy nine. So uh, when Last Crusade came out, my dad like took me know. to see this. Maybe you were. <laughs> I'm. I was living my previous life. So, um, <laughs> but uh, my dad took me to see Last Crusade in the theaters because he said, "Oh man, these are great movies," and you know they're. You know, kid-friendly. I was like eight or nine when this came out. And so I was like, yeah, okay, sure. And, yeah, I fucking love this movie. It was, It's amazing. And, you know, you got the whole uh, Sean Connery as, you know, Indiana's dad. And they're bickering back and forth through the entire movie. And uh, the adventure was just wonderful. I, I you know, just, just following them all the way through. And there's not, like, one dull move- moment in this movie. Like, it's just... Nope. Something interesting is happening from the beginning to the end. Not and, a single one. Yeah, exactly. It's just pure like spectacle all the way through. And uh, this is easily one of my favorite Indiana Jones movies. And right. um, okay. and uh, yeah, I, I I got nothing else to say really. So my number two is uh, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. No, hey, hey, Jason, which one was the one where like? <laughs> The guy, like, you know, they do the little, like, thump, 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 and they might rip the heart out. That was your number five. That was Temple of Doom. <laughs> oh, that was 84? I think so. It was that so- sounds, that think, sounds right to me, so. yeah. Was yeah. it? Yeah. yeah. It was around there, yeah. Was that with, like, the Goonies kid? Like, yeah. The- yeah. 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 Yep, yep, yep. Really? Yep. Okay. I mean, I'm I'm not sure. All right, that was my number two, Bill. 
Good number two, Jay. Thank you. Yeah, yeah really good. Very good. Uh, <clears throat> all right. My uh, my number two is bum, bum, bum. Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. <laughs> Jones and the Last Crusade. Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. All right. So you're, you're including Crystal Skull in there, yeah? That's that's good yes. with you. Yes, because they're okay. No, no, no. I'm with Bill. I don't know why everyone hates Crystal Skull so much. Oh, I, uh, I don't hate it. I, I don't Not only it. that, I mean, I enjoyed it thoroughly, but the, there's another reason. Um, a a friend of mine, uh, I guess it's a former friend, that's someone I used to hang out with, I haven't spoken to in a long time. They had borrowed, they had loaned me a book, and the book was about Crystal Skull. And this was before Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull came out. And uh, I actually ended up kind of keeping the book. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> not intentionally. Well, I, mean, I mean, hell, you've never seen the guy, so what the hell? You might as well. <laughs> so I'm sure I've seen him plenty of times after I kept the book. But... <laughs> But not in like the last probably five or six years. Bill became Debo. It's my book. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I mistakenly uh, ended up keeping it and not giving it back. But um, it was such an interesting read. And it's like, so when that movie came out, I was like, wait a minute. Because that's supposed to be a real thing. And I had read about it. And I enjoyed that book so much. And I'm like, oh. That is awesome that that's what this movie is going to be about. Right. So I was like extra excited when that came out. Yeah, well, especially because I, I would have been anyway because it's another Indiana Jones. But right. <clears throat> yeah, me and you, Bill, we saw this in the uh, at the at the theater. We went to go see this together. Oh, that's right. Like the I, I don't know if it was exactly opening weekend, but it was pretty close because it was a packed uh, packed theater. Give your thing. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, and I, I, I don't know why. I mean, I'm sure Nolan's gonna say something, but uh, I don't know why this gets so much hate. I mean, it was it was exactly what it was supposed to be. It was an Indiana yeah. Jones movie with a goofy adventure, and you know, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm not it had a little sure sci-fi-ish to it, to to me too, like a little sci-fi. I'm thinking that might have been why people were bothered by it, but it was like, but the last movie was about like fucking Jesus's cup. So yeah. come on, like, like yeah. come on, like the Holy Grail. Oh, the next one's gonna be about the golden wheelchair. But yeah, well, and I think that's so. As as someone, it, look, you know, you you guys enjoyed the movie. I'm not gonna knock you for enjoying the movie. And it's I I did watch it a second time, and on the second time I'm like, okay, it's not terrible. It's just a big step down. Uh, Shia LaBeouf's character was unwatchable for me. Well, that was a big part of why I like <laughs> everything about the character. The not, and I, I don't want to put it all on him as an actor. The concept of the character, like I just hmm. every time he was on screen, like I don't care. I don't care about this character. I don't get like mutt. <laughs> 
get the hell out of here with this crap. Like, um, and then when he's like swinging from vine to vine with the monkeys and the whole like, it, it's, it's, like so that and the fact that like you know I love Harrison Ford and and Indiana Jones is a you know I mean is an absolute cultural icon of a character, but like it gets to a point where like I, I'm not buying you this. You're running around. You're like hey, I'm hey, just no worried one. you're gonna I break mean, hey, a hip. Do you know what? Do you know why it's called Indiana? Is after the dog. <laughs> Indiana, no dogs, bro. Yeah. But okay, I didn't really mind Shia LaBeouf though. Like, you know, he was I mean, he was there. Like, I guess you're right. They could have cut his character out and it probably still would have been the same movie and it would have been okay, but I also I wasn't bothered by him. I think that's why Harrison Ford wanted to do another one though too because he he he, he felt like it wasn't <clears throat> finished. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and I think he's not turning down paychecks right now. So yeah, <laughs> I think I think that's probably a bigger reason. Is <laughs> so, but he but... was very uh, adamant about not ever doing another Star Wars or Indiana Jones, and then he changed his mind. Well, yeah. like I said, he needed a paycheck. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm he's glad like, he Wait. changed his mind because the contract he did is given. Well, now he's like, wait, st- wait, Disney owns Star Wars and they pay their people really f- Okay, yep, I'm in. Let's do this. <laughs> I don't know who. Oh, you're going to kill I, me I, off? What? No, yeah. sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I'm not going to so, say it for what, but you All know. right, this was, this was us defending Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Were <laughs> <laughs> uh, you done, Bill? I didn't mean to interrupt there. Yeah, I'm done. Thank you. Okay, so now it is time for our number ones. Let's do this. Uh, Nolan, what you got, my man? So before I go into my number ones, do we do – do we kind of call out honorable mentions? Do we do that um, now? Do it after we, the fact? We have not in the past. Oh, I have. But, but you are free to do as you wish because you are our guest. So yes. if you want right. to do some speed honorable mentions. Round of, before I announce my number one, speed round of honorable mentions in no particular order. Uh, the 1978 version of Invasion of the Body Snatchers oh, yes. is, is awesome. That final shot is all I'll mm-hmm. say. Just still mm-hmm. freaks me out. Um, Inception. You know, it's, it, I, I watch it a bunch. Uh, the Iron Giant and In the Mood for Love are excellent films. They're my favorites. No, but I'll give them a shout out. Honorable mention. Um, Infernal Affairs. I don't know if you guys have seen that. No. It is the Korean film that they based The Departed on. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. And it is every bit as good, maybe even, don't tell anyone, maybe even a little better. Um, because you've got it's like you know an hour shorter and it's got less uh Jack Nicholson just vamping, <laughs> you know, like you know, um, and uh, it, it's it's very, very good. And probably the only reason I haven't put I didn't include it in my top five proper is that I've only seen it the once, so um, and then uh, I was a teenage werewolf is a film I've never seen. Uh, stars a very young Michael Landon from uh, Little House on the Prairie. I I can't find it anywhere, and I really want to see that movie. And uh, it was on Mystery Science Theater three thousand. I was a teenage werewolf. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Oh damn! 
All right, I gotta hunt that down. It's okay. uh, the eighth season. I want to say it's like episode five. Because I haven't been able to get that like streaming anywhere. You can't, you know. So, um, you know what, Notlan? Uh, I will send you my copy of that episode. Sweet. So you can see, see, check it out. Awesome. Oh, best day ever. All right. Anyway, so those are just, I want to give shout outs to those honorable mentions. My number one pick is Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade for ah, all of the reasons uh, that Jason said. <laughs> nice. It is, I would say that Raiders is the best film, but Crusade is the most fun. Yeah. I mean, it is. And I, I know a few people kind of kind of sneer at it a bit because it's probably more cartoonish than the others, but it's just a delight. You got River Phoenix doing Harrison Ford impersonations. You got, <laughs> you got Sean Connery just like owning, like being the being like the the kind of the Duffy professor dad. Um, I love got, the fact that they had the fatherly uh, arguments. Yeah, yeah, oh, that yeah. was that was fantastic. Venice is fantastic. Um, there's just so much that it is easily the most like, I mean, they're all rewatchable movies, but that one is, <laughs> mm-hmm. that's the one that I absolutely go to if I'm like, Oh, I want to throw on Indiana Jones, but that's the one that I'm, I'm going to go to every time. So yeah, that's my top pick. And it wasn't even close. So nice, 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 nice. That's awesome. That's awesome. I mean, I mean, did I lead out like with number five like that with Indiana? Yes. Yep. I know. That's <laughs> what I do. Well, Tom, uh, good news. It's time for your number one. I'm doing it for you, Jay. Well, not for you, but, you know, for all the fans and everyone. I could say a lot of things, but tonight's been a quick show, and I'm happy they all joined us. But It's a Wonderful Life is my number one. All right. Oh, nice. Frank Capra, you know why, Jay. But you know what what I'm thinking? It's like um, Identity Thief. You guys remember that? Yeah. <laughs> yes. I really like that movie with like Melissa McCarthy and uh, Bateman. Yeah. I That's really liked it. Thing. It was a good one. That's like I take what, it. Uh, I take it back, Nolan. Tom does do his honorable mentions mixed okay. in with his number I mean, one. I'm just saying. <laughs> so your number number one is "It's a Wonderful Life," but you're giving a shout out to Identity Thief. I like it. Yeah. All right. That all? Awesome. I guess that's all. Nice. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Pete, Pete, it's your turn, baby. All righty. My number mm. one has a very young, hot Jessica Alba in uh, her underwear. Uh, <laughs> yes. I had to go yes. there. Sorry. And if you know what movie I'm talking about, I'm talking about 1999's Idle Hands. I forgot about and this I movie. would I, I would have idle hands all day, but that's a different story. Um, <laughs> uh, but uh, it it stars Devin Sawa as Aunt, uh, uh, Anton Anton. I can't speak right now. Anton Anton Tobias, and uh, he is the stoner type of character that doesn't realize things at first. You know, <laughs> that's what you do. <laughs> it's a fun movie. This is goofy as hell, and. and he his parents in the beginning get killed and you don't know how you don't ever you know you just get killed and you try to figure out who killed his parents but you find out very fast very very interestingly that uh his hand is possessed and his buddies are stoners 
and they're the actual technically or well, even though his parents were the first victims his, his buddies uh are the first victims which are played by seth green and he plays mick and uh eldon henson plays nub or punub or you know as it says on the uh the wikipedia thing and they go there and stuff and their thing because right after uh anton discovers his dead parents after he finds out they're dead and murdered uh they come in thinking like his friends thinking like oh man you did all this you know whatever and he's like no you know it wasn't me and one of them gets a glass in the head the other one gets decapitated and they come back later as zombies who talk shit all the time which is the funniest part of the whole thing i mean you, you, if you've never seen Seth Green before uh, uh, do comedy, please see him do comedy. It's, it's hilarious. Watch Robot Chicken. Uh, um, uh, his timing is great with stuff. And, and I, I, I'm not one of the few people who could say that, but he, he's just a goofball. And this movie, it's a horror film, true to the word, but yet it's a comedy, true to the word, too. And the stuff that happens with uh, uh, Anton, with uh, uh, Jessica Alba's character, who is like the crush and stuff and everything that the uh, he ends up, uh, uh, well, you, like I said, if you see the movie, you know what I'm talking about. But it, it's it, there's so many good one-liners. I can't think of any right now because I'm 43 and I've seen this movie a hundred times. And I can't still remember anything. <laughs> I'm getting a, uh, the age thing kicking in. But uh, one guy fact, even though I mentioned that the Alba thing in the beginning, is a very young, very hot Playboy playmate, now actress Kelly Monaco is in this movie. And that scene alone is worth the movie. <laughs> and uh, Fred Willard is also in this movie who plays uh, Anton's father. And Fred Willard, as you know, is a classic comedian too. So it, it, it's, it's, it's really, really worth a check out if you, it's a classic. Yes. I, I'm really mad that I forgot about this. I would, I would have had this on my list for sure. So I'll make it an honorable mention, but yeah, I, I love this movie and I remember, like, I, I, I wasn't able to see it in theater, but when it came out to the video store, I, like, rented it, like, that first weekend, and I was like, oh, my God, this movie's awesome. Yeah, it's hilarious. And the offspring plays themselves. Yeah, and I forgot to say, <laughs> Vivica Fox is in there. Yes. <clears throat> Indeed, yes, absolutely. Wow, that's a good that's a good number one. I, I'm really mad at myself for, for getting <laughs> idle hands. Damn. Uh, but my actual number one that I wrote down prior to the show, uh, not much got to be said because it was already said, and that is going to be Iron Man. Um, I'm just going to say I made this my number one just because I am a huge uh, MCU fan. I love like every most movies in the MCU. Same here. Um, and this was the one that started it all. Like Pete said, it was a you know back when it came out in 2000. What that fucking 2010 or some shit? 2008? Oh, I'll tell you right now. Hold on. I got my notes right I think here. it was 2008, if I remember correctly. I think... 2007. 2000, oh, okay. No, 2008. 2008. 2008. So, and it was like back back then, we had no idea what this movie was going to launch. Like, we just thought it was a typical superhero movie. Just, you know, up. It's a comic book a comic book movie just based on a comic book. And and then and then that whole... Yeah, at the very end when Nick Fury came out and was like, I want to talk to you about the Avengers initiative. And then you're like, oh, shit. <laughs> and then and then they start making, you know, Incredible Hulk and Thor and Captain America. And then it's like, yeah, these movies are all in the same universe and they're tied together. And there's one long storyline if you watch them all. And, this and then you see Thanos and, and you're like, oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. And then it's <laughs> like, 
but back then we had no idea what this was gonna go to and uh yeah old school iron man i i love it i was i was enamored when i first saw it and i was very happy so and you were pretty late to the to the marvel party yeah um well i saw this the that the weekend it opened because i was very excited uh about it i was like oh that looks cool you know, it looks like a cool movie. I, I, I didn't know much about the comic books. I'm not a huge comic book guy. Um, but the movie just looked awesome. And I was like, yeah, I, I saw it. Like, I remember, I'm pretty sure I saw it very first, like, weekend. Why did I, maybe, maybe, why did I think that you hadn't seen, maybe it was you saw <clears throat> Iron Man, but it was a lot of the other ones that you didn't. Like, the, yeah, like, that. I didn't see, I didn't see Captain America in theaters. Like, I saw that on DVD. Um, I didn't see Thor in uh, uh, theaters. I did see Iron Man two in theaters, um, and then like Hulk, like the Incredible Hulk movie or whatever it's called. Like, like I felt like it wasn't even theaters long enough. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, and then yeah, and then it was like okay, we're building up to an Avengers movie, and so I was like, oh, all right. So I went and you know, watch Thor and Captain America and all that. And then Avengers came out and I saw that opening weekend. So yeah, I, I saw Iron Man the first week came out. Awesome. It was just everything else. I just, I, I, yeah, I didn't get to. Uh, all right, Bill, if you're there, we got the finale bill. Come on, boy. <laughs> no. Uh, oh, he, he, yeah, you're muted, Bill. If you, I, I don't know if you can, there or not there. Or, Okay. All right. Well, while we're sorting out Bill's thing, um, my other honorable mentions would have been uh, Idle Hands. Like I said, um, uh, It's a Wonderful Life. I would have had that on there as well. Um, I was contemplating um, Inception because uh, I remember seeing that in theater and being blown away by it. And I was like, oh, my God, that is an amazing movie. But then I realized I haven't seen it since the theater. And that was like what? seven years ago when that was out something like that yeah <laughs> so i was like okay so maybe i'm not as enamored with it as i as i am but i yeah but inception's you know still a good movie um what else i think that's uh, that's about all i could think of off the top of my head i didn't write the these down i'm just kind of going independence day obviously I, I loved independence day um, all right, all right. Cal calm down. I, is that your recap, or what is going on right now? No, I'm, just, I'm just, I'm just filling time until Bill comes back because yeah. I don't know where he is. Well, honorable mentions for me would be like I spit on your grave. I love the remake. Oh my oh, god, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, that, was weird. that was really good revenge flick. Uh, uh, and then Ip Man was a good one too. With the it, uh, it was good, yeah, yeah. Uh, about the uh, ment uh, the guy who taught Bruce Lee everything, and you know, pretty much that's all I'm gonna say. But that, that was interesting itself. So that's my honorable. I never, I never got around to it, man. Believe it or not, I I, I hear a lot oh, about it. Oh, Insidious would be another one too. Insidious. Oh, Insidious, yes. So can, okay, since we're killing time here until Bill gets back, I'm gonna tell this really quick story about seeing Insidious two in theaters. All right. Um. Okay, I'll I'll try to make this really quick. So, uh, when it was out in theaters, this was like five, six years ago, I think. Um, I was friends with this girl at work, and she called me one night, and she says, "Hey, so I got I I agreed to go on this date with this guy that I don't like very much. Uh, is it a chance that you can come 
with us because I, you know, I just don't like this guy. And I was like, yeah, sure. I got nothing else to do. He's like, what are we doing? She's like, well, he wants to see Insidious 2. And I said, oh, fucking perfect. I want to see Insidious 2. So so we go to this movie theater, and the guy didn't know I was showing up. So I showed up with her, and he's like, what is happening? And she's like, oh, I, this is my friend Jason from work, and he, you know, I just wanted him here just, you know, just because. And, and then I had to play, like, this guy. Like, she really wanted to get rid of this guy, so I had to play, like, this kind of crazy guy that she knew. <laughs> And that I was like super protective of her, <laughs> and, so, and so I'm doing all this like weird shit to kind of creep this guy out. <laughs> and so and so the movie starts, and I'm the entire movie. I'm in this character of this tough guy who who's trying to get rid of this guy. And so every time he would like try to put his arm around her, I would like grab his hand and throw it <laughs> around her. <laughs> And so then, like, about midway through the movie, the guy, like, left. And he's like, you know what? I got to go. Something's come up. And I need to just leave. And he left. And it, it, he never talked to her again. <laughs> that's good, though, man. That's good. That's good being a good friend, though, man. That's, that, that's like, hey. I, I, was just, I was just like, wow. <laughs> so, all right. Bill, are you back? I'm running out of stories. Yes, yes. Can you hear me? Okay. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. okay. What is your number one? I I got a story here. Uh, okay. Well, it's, it's not your kind of story. It's a boring story. But oh, it's, it's okay. gonna explain what happened. And I'm sorry. Uh, my my mouse, my elect, my electronic mouse. Of course, it's electronic. <laughs> my uh. Cordless, mouse. Cord wireless. There okay. we go. Okay. My wireless mouse froze, which has never happened before. It was weird. So I what I did was I found another mouse and plugged it in, and then I was able to unmute my mic. Oh, okay. So it was a, <laughs> like I said, it's a very boring story, but I figured I should owe you guys an explanation. <laughs> All right. Well, we're glad you're back. And uh, what is your number one? Okay, this was mentioned. I want to. I believe Noan had this early on. I don't. I think that was the only other time, but I could be wrong because I'm. I'm not all here today. But uh, Inglorious. Inglorious Bastard, you said. Yes, sir. Yeah, that was Olan's five, I believe. It was. We we end as we began. Oh, you look at yes. that. How about that? Wow. Wow. And I I really do think that uh in this episode we there's been more like picks, like similar tastes than there's ever been in an episode. I think we had a lot of crossover yeah. in this one. I yeah. could be wrong, but I think yeah, I don't think there's been this much like we all have a similar taste in iMovies. <laughs> yeah. Dude. I don't know, your first two picks you had like six didn't you have like six picks for your first two? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think somebody's going to pick one, dude. Good point. <laughs> Indeed. That is a good point. <laughs> it's a tie. <clears throat> okay, well, glad you, uh, yeah, and Glorious Bastards. That actually would have been on my honorable mentions as well. So, um, Okay, we're at the point where we're going to quickly, and I do mean quickly, recap our lists uh just really quickly from five through one what our list was 
Uh, so, Nolan, what's your five through one really quickly? Okay. Number five was Inglorious Bastards. Number four was The Incredibles. Number three was Independence Day. Number two was Inside Man. And number one was Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. All right, Tom. What? Hey, I might have missed Bill's number one. What was Bill's number one? Just real quick. Inglorious Bastards. I don't believe him. What? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> My number five was Indiana Jones. Temple of Doom, they said. Number four was Independence Day. Number three, Inner Space. Not like Bill. Don't get Inner Space. Too good. Number two was Idiocracy, which was like really the number one of the show. I mean, we'll, we'll see you later. I don't know. Number one, It's a Wonderful Life. It tasted like cream. Right. That was my five. All right. Pete. Thank you, guys. Thank All right. All right. My five. My five. My five, five, five is the, the, the identity. Number five, oh, number five. Number four is Invisible Man 2020 version. Number three, Iron Man. Number two, it. Chapter one, chapter two, and the miniseries. And number one is Idle Hands. All right. My number five was Inner Space. My number four was Identity. My number three was Inside. Uh, number two was Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. And my number one was Iron Man. Bill. <clears throat> Bill. All right. My, uh, my number five is It Could Happen to You, In and Out. And Impractical Jokers, the movie. My number four is Independence Day, I, Robot, I Am Legend. My number three, It's a Wonderful Life, Frank Capra. My number two was Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, Indiana Jones, The Last Crusade, and Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. And my number one is Inglorious Bastards. And uh, a little, a couple, a quick, uh, uh, what do we call them? Honorable mentions, like you guys oh, yes. were doing earlier. Yep. Yes. Uh, Invasion of Body Snatchers, the original. Nice. I have not, I, I, you guys are going to be like, what the heck? But I have not <laughs> seen that, that 70s version. Oh man, you gotta check it out. It's it's, awesome. it's definitely worth checking out. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm gonna get on that and inside man. Sorry. Go ahead, Pete. I'm sorry. Did you see the nineties one with uh, Gabriel on I think Gabriel on wire on wire, I think it was or No. I've only yeah, seen the original, which I love. I almost put it on the list. Yeah, that was a really good version. That's enough. And uh uh, I was reminded of when you who had idle hands? Me. Oh, Pete, yeah. Okay, well, Pete, when you said that, you, you reminded me of uh, another honorable mention, which is uh, I Know What You Did Last Summer. Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. And uh, and no line, uh, just real quick, I, I think I've learned more from things you just like casually mentioned in this episode than I've probably mentioned and I've learned in all the previous episodes. <laughs> <laughs> so just, just, 
I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> hey, you did get uh, some good uh, uh, choices, man. I, I still want to see that uh, the uh, French one. What was the French one's name again? Oh, Inside, yes. Oh, that was uh, Jason that said that. Yes. I'm yeah. thinking Inside. Uh, I'm sorry, Noah. <laughs> yeah, it's all good. <laughs> I guess that's my, my night's going here. I'm like... Uh okay, well let's wrap up the show. Uh, Nolan, thank you so much for coming on to this madhouse. Oh, thank you for having me. And uh, we do appreciate you taking time out to to coming onto the show. And uh, I will plug this for Nolan. He has written a book. Uh, it is called Bargain Bin Review. It is on Amazon. It is a bunch of his movie reviews from when he had a a bad movie review website, and it's it's really great. Uh, really funny, really insightful, and I I very much enjoyed it. Oh, thank you very so, much. Yeah, so that go is, check uh, that thank out. You, have, uh, have a good night, bud. Nice meeting you, by the way. We're we're working on on, on an ending for this show. It's been really awkward these past nine episodes, <laughs> so we're trying to get that sorted through here. <laughs> can I, can um, I ask something real quick? <laughs> yes. What? Uh, we could still find the lair of the unwanted, right? It's, it's out there. It is out on uh on a uh podcast site. Um, if you do a search for it, you'll find episodes. I don't know what the order will be, but that you will see episodes. You will hear, there are episodes. All of them are out there for you to check out. All all eleven years worth of bad movies. Yep, are they're out there. at uh thelayerofthenwanted.blogspot.com. Thank you. Yes. yes. Thank you. I was trying to think what the hell that was. Yes. Well, in, you, in, I, in six yes. months when I when I get this episode on the YouTube, I'll put that in the link. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's try to just try to do some kind of an ending here. So, um, thank Bill, you Pete, for Bill, all Pete, and Tom, thank you guys. You guys are awesome. Thank you and... for, for pretty much taking over because I I was not really here. Hey, that's that's part of my job duty. So I, I yeah. So. Oh, uh, thank you, all three of you guys. Uh, did a excellent without me last time. Yeah. Yes. I actually, I actually was uh, under control last time, which is awesome. I noticed that. <laughs> I noticed that. Yes, you were, you were, you were honed in. Um, <laughs> our, so this podcast you're listening to right now uh, is found on. A bunch of different platforms, Spotify, Anchor, Apple, Google, a bunch of stuff I've never heard of that Bill found while Googling <laughs> one night. I don't even know what all those are. <clears throat> um, so you can check this out anywhere. Um, and, and Jason, oh, excuse me, Jason, let me do like I did last week since we're doing an ending. I just want to do like last week. Please share this with your friends on Facebook, yes. on Twitter, on Instagram, on anything. Uh, you Indeed, can find yes. us uh, – uh, basically anywhere now i mean not anywhere <laughs> but uh please please uh, uh you will love us uh trust me this is always fun to do so uh enjoy everybody please and i will quickly say i have another podcast called whatever with jason soto it's a comedy show i do with my friend mary it is out every week also on anchor and spotify all right i think that's good enough of an ending let's let's just let's just quit while we're ahead good night everybody good night, good night. Good night. <laughs> Till next episode <laughs>